Good morning, everybody. Actually, it is not morning. It is Wednesday p.m. edition. First one ever. Maybe I should start doing it more often, though. Kind of summarize what I learned at church. I'll tell you what. I really learned something tonight. I learned a lot. And you know what? I think it can be said. I'm sure it's been said. I'm going to say it now and I'm going to say it a lot because I believe it until I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I believe it to my core. Learning comes much more rapidly in pain than any other way. Well, right. Yeah. So that's right. There, you got two, you got two forms of data. You've got pleasure and pain. So why would you cut off half of that equation? And failure and pain is actually the most information-rich data stream that there possibly could be. So here's the deal. All right, so the message tonight. Pastor Tuttle preached on, and when he said Matthew 25, I was like, all right, it's either the virgins or it's the talents. And I didn't even think virgins. Like, I knew the virgins were in there, but I just knew it was going to be the talents, right? So this is huge, man. This is absolutely huge. And I don't really didn't even see this part, but this, the way I see that story, which really came alive to me probably a year or two or whatever ago, is the the servant that did not grow the money, did not invest and multiply it. He was honest about his fear to move forward. Like he came clean and says, well, the reason I did it is because I was, I was scared. You know, 99% of people don't even get that far. They're, 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 they're crippled by fear and don't take action. And then they justify their inaction with some other, some ego ploy. And they don't admit that they're cowards and they're scared. And I felt like I'm at least a little ahead of those people. Cause I'll admit I'm a no good cowardly, just, just a coward. Like it's just, it's just a fact. If you're not doing what you know you're supposed to be doing, then you're a coward and you're not doing it because you're not doing it. And just coming clean and being honest about the fact that you're a coward, it, it, it doesn't earn you. It, you don't pass go still. You still are cast into outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And that is an eternity. That is the type of hell. That's what that, that means. And I was just like, wow, that is so, so powerful. And yeah, and still, you know, and that was over a year ago, I got that understanding. And it's like, man, and I still... I'm doing a lot and I'm doing, you know, so I don't know if it's enough. I'm not doing everything I, I can do. But anyway, tonight I learned, I never noticed this. And it really speaks to the, the climate of the earth today. The, the political climate, as it, as it were. People that don't have much are sitting around talking about how they don't have nothing. And they're thinking about what they have compared to what people, to what other people have. And that thought process uh, promotes inaction. It cripples them from taking action. They just talk about how things should be. God, what's the words he used? But either way, that's it. Your, your comparison will produce inaction. That doesn't sound right because inaction isn't a, produ- a product. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? 
And it's just like, my God, we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves are not wise. That is the comparison is the thief of joy. And what I just said there is what the Bible says about comparison. You just don't do it. You don't do it. And then, so that gets into the point. I had a talk with a good friend the other night. And he was talking to his dad. And his dad was going to run off with that same old crooked-legged woman that he ran off with years ago and destroyed the family and everything else. And uh, that is people... Okay, I'm trying to think what point I'm trying to make. I got all these points in my head that bounce around and I've got so much to say on them and it's like, what point is it that I'm trying to make? But so people do things... They, they, they shape their, their actions are shaped by the potential thought of what the people around them might think about what they're doing or what they should do or why they're doing it and everything else. So everything is affected by this arbitrary nature of the collective perspective of everybody else. Right. And people aren't actually deciding what they want and then doing what it takes to get it. You've got to shut out what anybody else thinks. You've got to shut out what everyone else thinks. And people that run off, and most people don't. Most people don't. That's why they don't reach what they, what they, uh, what they could reach in their life because they don't, they don't get to the place in their life that they could get. Because they're so concerned about everybody uh, believing in the, the path that they're on. And I'm guilty of this. And I wasn't. When I was younger, I had enough determination and spirit and drive in me to just work on what I knew was right. And recent years, I've felt that I need people to agree with what I'm doing and have them persuaded that I'm doing the right thing. I'm fully persuaded at this point that if you spend your time trying to persuade the people around you that what you're doing is the right thing, you won't have put enough of your effort into actually doing the right thing and then you'll never get there. And then <laughs> then it'll look like you never knew what you were doing and that's just the tragedy of most people's lives unless they just recede into a dead-end job and don't do anything and uh yeah man i was trying to make a point before and tie in a couple points and i just can't remember i just can't remember exactly how i was going to do that or what it was so i apologize for that um but I forgive myself. That's very important. People, you got to forgive yourself. You cannot hate yourself because that cripples you from action. You know, thinking about what you do or don't do. But I learned something else tonight, really the hard way, and I knew about it. So in sales, so the, the talent thing, right? You need to use your talent for the advancement of the kingdom. So it's like, so what is my talent, you know? And I think that might be a tragedy. 
and what kind of hurts whatever anyway but so what what is your talent it's like what is it you know like so by trade i got pretty well skilled at running heavy equipment you know at one point in my life so yeah i guess if there's uh any equipment that needs to be run around the church i can offer my services in that capacity and i have and i'm sure i will again uh but the reality is my talent the thing that I get disproportionate gains on in life if I put effort toward it. I'm going to get more progress than the average person. You know, that might be operating equipment as well, but what it's been my entire life is connection with human beings. I can talk. You probably wouldn't know it from this podcast because I'm just... I don't know. I haven't found my voice yet. But when I'm talking to a human being, I can talk. I can make a connection. And I've I've never not been everyone's favorite. Every single time. And I don't I don't long for that even a little bit. And that sounds extremely arrogant and whatever, haughty and puffed up and everything. I genuinely do not mean it that way i'm simply stating a fact it's never not been that way it doesn't matter what school it doesn't matter what job it doesn't matter anything every job i've ever been on as soon as the welders are welding everybody is surrounded by me like my tractor is surrounded by people people cannot figure it out and i don't i am just now thinking well what is it i've never even tried to figure it out it's just like just the way it is i don't know but that's my talent is persuasion, right? Because in some way, I am persuading people to love me, I guess. I don't know. In some indirect way. And that's what I'm doing with my life. That really is. That's my number one passion in life is human behavior and persuasion. Because if someone is not persuaded that God is the answer, then they're gonna if then if you believe that you know if you believe in eternity and i most certainly do and if you're not persuaded of the truth your eternity will well first of all it'll never end so there's that right and it's hell fire right weeping and gnashing of teeth we covered that right so so that's it's what i'm really studying and trying to trying to get good at and I've worked really really hard and I've gotten a lot better at my skills and understanding you know all the stuff around it as far as sales are concerned and I in my mind's eye I could really I was thinking before prayer I was praying about it before we went into the church about man when I when I came to know of because there's so many people out there well there's a few people out there that are better than me they're well i mean there's a lot of people out there better than me i'm not saying like i'm the best by any stretch but there's a few people that have literally broken the the systems the science of persuasion down into a systematic rubric like 
that, that can actually be learned and taught and practiced. And when, I don't know, it's probably been three years and I'm just, as I'm learning it, I'm like, wow, you could literally take this and build out a process for winning someone over to truth. And in my mind's eye, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it for a living and then transform it into anything you want. And I've learned since that once you have the, once you have the framework down and you've done it, you just, you can put anything in it and it's efficient. And I'm talking about the script, the 13 step, step-by-step script that literally reaches inside of the mind of the human being and adjusts their belief system. And uh, this was like three years ago. And I was in love with it. And here I am three years later and I'm... I've got two sections of the script. I'm I'm almost okay. I've almost I've got one section left, or one and a half section left of the script for what I sell my business before I'm even done with that. Now, to be fair, though, everything up until that last one and a half, I've got memorized word for word, and it's it's fire. It's good. So I'm like really, really close to having it. But the fact of the matter is, if I would have just put my all of my heart and soul and work into creating it back three years ago, like if I just every second, like did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, where would I be now? I'd have everything built out. I would be the person that I want to be. I would have something exactly what to say because if you actually step back and look at what you do like if you're selling a product for for instance once you say something there's only one of five six seven things that somebody could possibly say in an object objection when you say this certain thing so then you have something to say for each one of those and then they're going to say one of five things. So you've got it built out to where you know exactly what to do. You can handle the situation and you know it. It is literally hardwired. It is ingrained into who you into your identity. So it's who you are. And that's the way I see that's the way pastor is teaching like on holiness and stuff. And it's just like, oh my word. And you know, and that kind of happened unconsciously for him. I guess he grew up doing it. And it's just like, oh wow. To be that good with your words, you know? And so, like I said, so what I'm good at, I'm good at talking, right? I can, I can make connections with people and they, and I can get them to feel understood. Cause I just, that's like, I guess that's my unconscious goal. Like I want them to feel understood cause that's where real connection is made. Right. But I don't really know what I'm doing. Right. I don't know where I'm trying to take them, you know, and this and that. So I need to to sharpen my skills and actually learn exactly what needs to be done. Uh, as far as the places you can go, there's a guy named Frank Turek. He does apologetics for the existence of God. I don't believe I don't agree with his theology. I mean, I'm not I don't disagree with him that hard. I mean, he's. I really enjoy listening to the guy, but he's got this presentation and he's got, it's like, 
they they're all, it's only going to be so many categories. And then when they say this, it's this. And it's like, wow. And it really boxes them in. And it makes them really think. And it's like, as somebody that truly believes this truth, or if you truly believe anything, you know, you need to have an, you need to understand the opposing arguments better than the people that come at you with them. And you need to really, really know your stuff. It's your responsibility. And I love it. Like I genuinely love the doctrine of Christ. Like reading's difficult for me, but at the same time, like I really, really love the nuances, the deep things of, of the doctrine. Well, and I, and I thank God that it gives me joy. Like I actually, that that's the best feeling in the world, getting new revelation, right? But like, it takes practice to know it all. To, to, to know it off the cuff and be able to actually be effective. It takes a lot of hard work and dedication. And I had a hundred percent commitment that I was going to do that like three years ago. And I've been wandering around doing a little bit here, a little bit there, doing this and doing that. And so it's pathetic that I haven't went that far. And, but when it comes to sales, right? So one thing I've learned in sales, sales is the hardest thing in the world for me. Because I've gotten to a point in life that I operate on empathy. That is my superpower. Like, typically I know how someone feels. Unless I, unless fear creeps into me, you know. That's usually what blocks us from feeling the reality or unknowing the real situation. It's fear, right? So fear, and I'm not talking about like this tumultuous, like scared of goblins type fear. I'm just talking about fear of loss, fear, money fear is terrible. When you start thinking, oh, if this doesn't happen, right, I'm not going to have money. It just completely like, well, it's proven, right? It's blood flow to your prefrontal cortex. You cannot think like, so you don't, you're not yourself, right? But that's not what we're talking about here today. But but for the most part, I can uh, understand people and yeah, so I don't want to be what, yeah, right. So I could get into all the reasons why sales is hard for me and, and all this. And at the end of the day, it's, it does matter. It's interesting and it's going to help me help people someday. But for the purpose of this podcast episode, let's just say that's irrelevant. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do the sales. And here's the thing, because I was fearful at the time and I'd practiced a a certain scenario so much that I, the part that I failed at, and I know a time specifically that I failed bad. I probably did it more times than what I actually remember, you know, because I went unconscious and I was in fear, but it's the intelligence gathering phase of the sales process. This is so important because you can't effectively go on into the initial presentation and the persuasion process until the intelligence gathering is wrapped up properly. You got to get enough information from them to where they know that they told you enough stuff to where you can make a prescription for their, for their situation. And the most important thing with this is that they feel heard and understood. And everything you say after the intelligence gathering has to, it has to pertain to the intelligence that you gathered. And that's where I have failed. I have fa- failed miserably. 
just because all I wanted to do is make the sale and I didn't really care about them. And it's just not me. And it's, that's the worst part. (laughs) You know, it's like, because it hurts so bad when somebody is trying to give you something or trying to make a, make a recommendation for your situation, but they have no clue. They're assuming that your situation is something completely different than what it is. It's the worst feeling in the world. It's there's a saying that says in, in sales, it says a confused mind always says no. Oh, that's how your sales page and like the way you talk, you got to make sense. Otherwise people are just going to say, no, it doesn't even like, they don't know what they're saying yes to or no to like the confused mind always says no, but let me tell you something. A misrepresented, a misunderstood situation. That's where that hurts. That's, that's next level frustration. Even someone you've never met before. Like they sit and tell you a bunch of stuff and then you don't even... Everything you say after that has nothing to do with what they told you. Is like that is that is a slap in the face. So don't do that to people. Really listen to what they say. I'm guilty and I ha- I've not done it. I've, 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 I'm, I'm guilty of failing in that regard. And... uh And I've known that this is a big deal, but I'll tell you what, tonight there's, there's, uh, services. So I'm 37 and single. So they have, uh, uh, single conferences in the church organization. And, uh, I don't know. They're not very often. It's probably, it's been a couple of years since I've been to one actually, but they are miserable. Like it is so I mean, it's kind of amusing and funny on one hand, but it's like the message is tailored to like, it's not even that bad because it's like, you know, whatever, there's a lot of people there. So it's not like they're saying like, they think they understand where I'm coming from, but it's like, it just doesn't apply to me at all. And it's like, and and you're thinking like, if this actually applies to anyone here, that's the exact reason why they're single. It's like, if you're pathetic, no one was going to want to be with you. And the, and it, it's, it's literally that. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it's kind of amusing and it's kind of funny, but it's at the same time, it's like, man, if you really are, are acting as if that's my situation and it's just not, then it sucks. But that's, like I said, you know, it's, it sucks, but it's more or less just amusing kind of funny i guess it does suck but anyway but tonight at church it happened and it was the app it was yeah i don't i don't know though it uh it was the worst it was the absolute worst but the bible says that all things work together for the good to them that love God to them that are the called according to his purpose. And if you really believe that scripture, then it's like every single thing that happens, it's like, okay, 
I'm grateful that this is happening. And I also kind of have a saying, if your happiness is predicated on the behavior of a human being other than you, you're a loser. You have no right. You, you are not operating at the highest level. You're a loser. And I really don't even want you around me, to be honest. Like that is a very, very harsh statement. And I actually believe it. Now, it's not very feasible because that's just how people operate. They think that circumstances have to be a certain thing before they can be happy. And I'm as guilty of it as anybody. But if that's the case, you're a loser. Like, you've got to be the master of your own fate. That's just true. So what did I learn from this? So I'm, I'm literally coming to the point where it's like you don't do anything based on what somebody may or may not think or anything else you've got to if you know what you're doing you need to just do it and don't spend any time thinking about what somebody might think you know within reason right because we have leadership and we have people that are looking out for us and we have in a multitude of counselors there's wisdom yeah i think the church lacks that actual counsel right because no one knows anything whatever my mind's going all over but uh but yeah to be called out yeah so i'm getting to the point now so with my life and it's like i can see it man i can see it i've got all the i've got everything i've worked so hard i've closed some sales you know, quite, you know, quite a few, you know, quite, quite a few in comparison, you know, this, this last year, 21 was as far as skills training and, and leveling up, you know, it wasn't nothing like I thought it could be or anything like, like that. It wasn't nothing. It should have been, you know, I should have worked harder. I should have took more action, stuff like that. But in all things considered, like I did, I, it, it was quite the increase. It really was. I'm there. I've got the I've got the presentations. I know what I'm talking about. And it's all vibe, you know. I got a little more a little more stuff to put together, but it's all just it's literally to the point now I know if I can genuinely care about the person that I'm talking with and they can afford what I got, they're going to buy it. That's it. I just know that's true. And I do the things that I know I need to do. And uh, the boat show is coming up. The boat show is coming up and that's pretty exciting. It's a lot of work. There's things that got to be done before it happens. And it's like, ah, it's all, I'm just thinking about all that. But, uh... Oh, yeah. Man, in my mind, the words flow so much better. And I earlier in this podcast, I claimed to be able to talk. Maybe I'm not that good at talking. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, I, um, I've come to a realization that I've got to do what I'm doing. And I know exactly what I'm doing. And I'm so grateful. I am genuinely so grateful to God that things have went the way they've went. 
because I am 1000% convinced that my results are 100% aligned with the actions that I've taken. You know, whether it's action, inaction, or improper action, no matter what, it is a direct result of that. And I'm glad that I have a, a good understanding of the reality that I'm facing. And I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm stuck in reality and, uh, and I'm there and, I, and I'm at peace with it. And I see a bright future. And, uh, but this is very recent. So to be thought that I'm somebody that I'm displeased with where I'm at, but the, the problem is what hurts is that, you know, people think that I want to be like other, like someone else. Like I want to be blessed like them. That could not be farther from the truth. I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't, I literally could not live with myself if I was like everybody else. Like that's, that's the point. That's the point. I'm different. I think I'm going to run out of time. I'm at, I'm at 29 minutes. Peace out.